Hey, class. How you guys doing? Can we get quiet in here? Hey, sit down. Hey, be quiet. Shut the fuck up! Another episode of the Super Up Podcast is about to start. Shit off, I'm recording. Okay. I'm live, but first of all, why are you coming in on a fucking podcast God like that? Damn. Fix your but, fucking uh, energy. But uh <laughs> th- this is gonna be an episode filled with uh angst because we've already recorded this. This is the second yeah, time. This is the saddest episode we have yeah, ever filmed. We had a banger ready for the first episode of Film Fridays, <gasps> but y'all get second tier shit. The Mac or Garage Man or whatever you wanna say. But stay tuned because Film Fridays and we have the help, the help. on our list. Sorry, I'm late. <gasps> we didn't ever think you'd leave all Miss. It does take four years, Jolene. I got a job today writing for the Jackson Journal. Great. You can write my obituary. Charlotte Feeling, dead. Her daughter, still single. Look made. I reckon when you finish it won't. Thank you. She looked like a winning horse at the Kentucky Derby. I have drafted the Home Health Sanitation Initiative. The what? A bill that requires every white home to have a separate bathroom for the help. Maybe we should just build you a bathroom outside, Haley. These women raise white children. We love them and they love us, but they can't even use the toilets in our houses. Minnie, are you in there? You are fired! You said you right. about what disturbs me. Particularly Super F Podcast. Um, back at it again. Uh, the Help. Um, Brianna chose this film. Yep, first choice. And The Help. Stars Emma Stone, Viola Davis, mm-hmm. Octavia Spencer, directed by Tate Taylor, written by Tate Taylor. Mm-hmm. And The Help is about an aspiring author during the civil rights movement of the 1960s decides to write a book dealing the African-American maid's point of view on the white families for which they work and the hardships they go through on a daily basis. And I'm sick as fuck and we watched this movie yesterday. So I don't remember a damn thing. <laughs> but Brianna, Brianna, what what made you pick The Help? The Help is a film I've seen multiple times. Um, I love it. It is um, near dear, dear to my heart because of the story it tells. I am Af- I am of African American descent. Um, <laughs> so when I see these African American people. Who are in positions that are uh, um, in America, which um, obviously I fucking hate. Um, but it is a real time. It is a real thing. And it, it was uh, very prominent when it was at its peak, unfortunately. So I chose this film because it is a very, um, I would say, I don't want to say a new time. Uh-huh. It's a very repeated time, uh, definitely. Um, right now, so yeah, I was like, this is a good vibe for right now. You know what I'm saying? It's educational, you, and a little bit of me. I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love black people enraged. <laughs> <laughs> I know it sounds black fucking, angst. I love 
black people enraged, and I'm not gonna fucking lie about it. Okay. I don't. I don't like the civilized convos. I don't like the convincing tones. I don't like the um, let's hold hands and walk. Um, I would like that if this was the first rodeo. You know what I'm saying? You know, if this is the first go round, it's like hell yeah, let's be peaceful and figure this shit out. But since this is I would say this is just a continuation of just. Anyways, let me, I'm getting sidetracked. <laughs> but yeah, I like black people enraged. So when I chose this movie, I wanted you to watch it and I wanted you to get enraged about something. And I definitely did because I told Brianna five minutes in. I mean, just experiencing the way black people are treated in the movie, I was like, Brianna, I don't know if I can be able to make it because yeah. I mean, this is pissing me off yeah. first and foremost. And so you definitely completed your goal because mm-hmm. it definitely uh, enraged me, mm-hmm. enraged my uh, inner black man, yes. um, ready to fucking wild out and fuck shit up. Right. I'm that ready. Was all, all a part of the plan, and it's from, well, uh, like it's, it's a maid, it's a, you have Emma Stone, who's character Skeeter. is Skeeter, um, Eugenia, or whatever the fuck you want to call her. <laughs> Um, she was a writer and she met Abilene. Oh, yeah. She met Abilene through one of her good friends who, uh, um, lived in Mississippi Jackson, which is, you know what I'm saying? One of the most racist, if not the most racist states. Um, anyways, she met (laughs) Abilene and asked Abilene to help her do some work, uh, for this newsletter, basically getting the perspective of black maids and how they feel about honest perspective, an honest perspective. Because I mean, not to cut you off, but I mean, just during that time, I mean, being open with a white person, I mean, obviously you don't know how that's going to go. Exactly. So I, I, I I understand the anxieties they were going through. And I feel like that was well portrayed. It's more than anxiety. Oh, for sure. There is fear. fear. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Fucking, I'm fearing for my life for telling you this. Jeez. So that was a huge risk. It definitely was. Which led to Avengers Assemble of all the uh, maids. Exactly. Which I appreciated. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, eventually they they all <laughs> were like you know you as you can imagine like we just said they were fucking terrified who's this fucking white woman Skeeter coming Skeeter coming over here asking us to fucking participate in this book tell tale about what the fuck is wrong with the white household in in one of the most fucking racist states so you know um, yeah so Abilene helps her out her and uh, she tells the story of. How what she sees, the flaws, the problems with it, um, and yeah, man, you just feel it. The whole film, the whole entire film, I sympathized with these people, and the reason I would be, I was enraged. Um, you know, first time I seen it, I was enraged. Second time I seen it, I was still kind of pissed off. Yeah. Third time I seen it, I was like, okay, you know what I'm saying? I'm still pissed. And then the fourth time, you know, whatever. But anyways. Yeah. You know, first time I seen it, I was enraged. And that's mm-hmm. the only time. So yeah, we'll yeah, see yeah. what happened. Exactly. But yeah, um, I was enraged because I think of, you know what I'm saying? You think of your people. Is it, This movie is so descript. It's so good on emotion. Mm-hmm. And I mean, obviously, you're going to strike a nerve when this is a real kind sh- of, this is a real time. It's a fictional story, but this is a real thing that happened. These are real views, real real perspectives on black people. So when you get these people talking the way they're talking, you feel it. You know what I'm saying? Especially when we're in today's society. So, you know what I'm saying? When I'm watching, you know what I'm saying, the uh, 
way that they are talking down on black people or just the the struggles of being a black person then it bothers the shit out of me you know what i'm saying Absolutely. and this movie is so good at conveying emotion and and putting you there you know it just even if it wasn't like it was today i would still be pissed off definitely because i was pissed off i've seen this movie like in 2012 the first time well speaking of that um what is your relationship with the help like you know how did you discover it mm -hmm. um it was a gift a christmas gift to uh the family you know everybody else wasn't really paying attention to it i was a movie fanatic you know fucking 12 all i do is watch movies i feel like the help not to cut you off mm -hmm. but to cut you off. Mm -hmm. uh, I feel like The Help is a great family movie. Mm -hmm. I feel like The Help is a movie that you can put on in school yeah. and people will actually pay attention. Yes. Because, I mean, you can't help, like, you just can't help, like, you just see a piece of it and you're just like, okay, I'm locked in. I got to yeah. see what happens to Mae mm -hmm. Mobley. I got to see what happens to uh, mm -hmm. Viola Davis. I got to, I, I just got to know. Yeah. I got to know. I have that human need to know what is about to happen to these people. Exactly. No matter what color you are. And being a child... Um, and when I first seen the May Mobley scene, <laughs> it, it, uh, can we speak on that name real quick? Yeah, May Mobley. Mobley. I like it. So like, is that, is that one name or is that like a two names? Is man, that a first name, middle name? I mean, what? Your guess is as good as mine. <laughs> it's, it's definitely an interesting, um, interesting name. You know, they in school yeah. is May Mobley here. See, but in that time and where they are, that's just not out of that's not out of pocket. Yeah, yeah. that is that fits right in. May Mobley, <laughs> it's funny, man. It's fucking crazy. I appreciate it. I yeah. do appreciate. I think it works. You know, yeah. it comes off the tongue well. Yeah. So I'm not mad at it by Definitely. any means. Um, but yeah, I forgot what I was saying. Um, when I was 12 and I first witnessed the scene with May Mobley and Abilene, when Abilene gets fired uh, for being accused by Healy about st from stealing silverware, which she didn't steal, um, she gets fired and she has to leave May Mobley. And she's been watching May Mobley since May Mobley was born. So you have like a four-year-old who's attached to this black, um, what do I say, maid, mom, man, nanny? Mm. Made, made, yeah. Okay, black. Help. Okay, yeah, that's what they call <laughs> You have this four-year-old who's attached to this black help who's been raising her her, her whole entire life, and um, you see um, her get fired, and then Mae Mobley is well aware that Abilene has to leave. So she's in the window just fucking screaming, Amy, Amy, you know, going fucking crazy. Nuts. And I was... I can't, when I'm thinking about it now, when I was 12, race wasn't even in my brain. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. I was just so sad that she had to leave Mae Mobley. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, fuck. Not Mae Mobley, man. Bro, but now, look, now I'm looking at it, you know, like I said yesterday <laughs> on the podcast <laughs> we filmed, I said, um, you know, I wonder who Mae Mobley would be. You know what I'm saying? Who is she going to grow up? What type of views she going to have? And... Honestly, she gonna think just like her mom and dad. I mean, it's gonna happen. But I do believe, um, at the end of the movie, I do believe that their mother is going through a change because I mean, just I, that's the way I perceived it. The way she was crying, I feel like I don't. I don't think that's just crying of. He fucking cried. I, I mean, yeah, but I think they're all going through it. I think they're all about to hit that plateau where they're like, okay, maybe we need to change. The way we do things, in my opinion, in my okay, opinion, and, and respect—I do respect your opinion, but understand this. I bet you, 
that every person who acts like that, they have seen, experienced someone else in their family acting like that, and they had some turmoil with it. They had an empathy strike inside of their body where they were like, that's just wrong. You know what I'm saying? It's like when you were in elementary school and you see a kid being bullied. You know, first glance, you don't even, you don't jump in and be like, oh, let's save, let's save Jules. <laughs> let's fucking save her. Someone go get Jimmy. <laughs> yeah, you don't save her, but you watch that and then you like, you feel bad. So maybe at lunch, you fucking slide over next to Jules and you fucking ask, does she want a cookie? You know? You're absolutely, just, absolutely. Exactly. So your empathy, Justice for Jules on this podcast. Justice for fucking Jules, man. So when you see some shit like that, it isn't a, you're not like, oh shit, y'all, this is wrong, let's fucking change. Because if that was a thing, it would have been changed. I think it is Absolutely. some type of mental illness, honestly. Okay. For people to think that they are better than other people. Like, what? <laughs> and then for it to be a fixated, created thought process. Yeah. And I and I definitely think the, the movie does a great job at attacking that concept yeah. of, uh, you know, this class, uh, tears or whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. So I definitely think they were breaking down that barrier. And I do agree with what you're saying, but I do feel like, I don't want to say they've changed completely, but I do feel like something has happened. Something is definitely like some resonating in them to where they are they are taking aback by what is happening. But given the strength of that that thing, the, the thing that is, this is how we think, and if you don't think like this, something is wrong with you. You know what I'm saying? This is why we can't even integrate bathrooms. We can't integrate relationships you know what I'm saying? Because if you think that being with them is cool, something is wrong with you. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, no, they didn't change. And even probably after, they uh were probably even more angry. Healy was probably more fucking pissed. She Healy c- might have committed suicide. She might have committed suicide, but she was pissed when Abelene left. And after she probably left, she was her her fucking intentions on ruining or destroying any type of black life <laughs> went skyrocketing. And you know, you know, she can try the best she can to be that person, mm-hmm. but she did eat a shit pie. She did eat a shit pie. And I don't, I don't know if you can come back from that. Minnie has the biggest W of all time. <laughs> In fucking cinema history, I of mean. cinema history. Octavia Spencer, to shit pie. shit in the fucking white woman's... You know what climate you were in? <laughs> not only did she shit in the pie, but she made the pie presentable. Not only that, she told her she shit in the she pie. She told her the she fucking shit balls in on the Minnie. pie. The balls on Minnie. And she ate two pieces. Fuck. And the mother knows that. The Man. mother knows that that was a W. It's in a book. It's in a book. It's in a book. You're exposed. Bro. Her your, whole life. your mom is on Octavia Spencer's Man, team. Can you imagine imagine hating black people? You're going out of your way to get toilets built outside for them because you say they carry different diseases. And you ate something that comes out of their ass. <laughs> you literally. You can't come back from that. Bro, you cannot. You come can't come back from that. Your whole entire life. I mean. Is that not well deserve it? How fucking brilliant of the writers to be like, she fucking hates these people using the toilet. Let's feed her shit. You know, I, I'm I'm kind of feeling very sympathetic for uh, Healy here. Um, I'm kind of changing what? my my because she went through a lot, man. She went she ate the shit pie. I mean, she went through a lot, man. Man, fuck her. 
she, she deserved everything she fucking had coming to her. Absolutely. Man, absolutely. that fucking, what was that on her fucking lip? That herpy? Man, that fucking cold sore. Cold, nasty ass fucking lump on her lip. Anyways, Healy. I think, but Bryce Dallas Howard was fantastic as oh. uh, Healy. I mean, the whole I mean, cast was just yeah, yeah, yeah. fantastic. I mean, all across I the board. I love that scene where, um, you know, she walks in and, um, not fucking Jessica, <coughs> Jessica Chastain walks in to the fucking, uh, what is that party called? It was a benefit for yeah, African yeah, yeah, children. Yeah. How ironic. But she walks into there and she sees Healy. She's all fucked up off the alcohol. She walks up to Healy and, and, you know, trying to present herself. She's trying her best to come off cool, and she just over-fucking-does it. But Absolutely. I, I'm I'm glad that she just stands out in a tremendous way mm-hmm. because she does. Because she's not the same. I mean, yeah. as, <laughs> as seen later in the movie, I mean, mm-hmm. she's not the same because she's actually empathetic towards everyone. And as much as he's trying to get away from that, she can't help from being that kind of person. Exactly. She can't help from loving everybody and being accepting of everybody. Mm-hmm. And that's why she stands out. Mm-hmm. That's why she doesn't deserve to be in the gang because fuck that gang. Them fuck that gang, ass. bro. The fucking hiding behind the tables. You fucking oh my cucks. God. <laughs> what? It's a big ass window. Seven fucking square picnic tables <laughs> in a fucking living room. Fucking plates out. <laughs> food still yeah. on it. Bitch, I see Coke, your head. I see Coke your hair kids, right there. Bro. Everything he's exposed. Like, I feel like I've been in a situation like that. Because when I watch that, I get I get fucking chills. <laughs> so I'm thinking, like, there may have been a childhood situation where I've seen friends or I tried to hang out with friends and they just do some weird shit. <laughs> I feel it. I don't know, man. I can't fucking remember. But I feel the way that scene resonates with me. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Absolutely. But anyways, yeah. So yeah. um, what what was a very pivotal point in the film for you? Uh, definitely when Octavia Spencer was, uh, headed towards Jessica Chastain's house and her husband pulls up, because I mean, you've been hearing the whole movie, oh, your husband's gonna shoot me, da-da-da-da-da, and when he pulls up, and just the way it was shot, the cinematography, I mean, I, I, I felt like he was a threat, I was like, Octavia, no, yeah. I'm not ready, I'm not ready for that, but luckily he was not a threat, right. and, um, they actually, you know, treated her to a nice dinner. I don't know if meal. it was Thanksgiving or whatever, oh, no, no, no. but it was, it was just a dinner. An extravagant meal put together. Ex- absolutely. And, I mean, just the just the unity in that scene and just, I mean, that's how it's supposed to be. I mean, color should not be an issue mm. and it, when it comes to relationships with other people. I have a question. What's up? Do you think we have an arrogant response to, um, how can I put this? I I genuinely forgot what I was gonna say. Oh my god! <laughs> I promise you, it was gonna be good though. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be something anyways, extravagant. Yeah. Anyways, um, cause just the word I used, arrogant. I knew it was some heat behind that. Some definitely, definitely, definitely um, some fire there. But what what was your favorite scene in the movie? My favorite scene was the end, man. Don't go, baby. Baby, you need to get the back to bed. I got to, baby. I am so sorry. Are you going to give another little girl? No, that's not the reason. I don't want to leave you. But it's time for me to retire. You're my last little girl. No! Baby. Baby. I need you to remember everything I told you, okay? 
Okay. Do you remember uh, what I told you? When Maybelline, she goes over. This is after the book has been published. And this book has, like I said, the telltale information of what these white households are, um, what what happens in these households and what, what these maids experience with these people who uh, treat them less than. But they are literally giving more to their life you know what I'm saying? But when it comes to looking at their life, it's less. But anyways, um, yeah, so Evelyn goes back to, um, what is her name? I don't even know her name. I don't I remember know. her Let name. Her I think name. it was Elizabeth, I think. Uh, but I'm not sure. Yeah. But May Mobley's mom. The yeah. The Mobley household. <laughs> she goes to Elizabeth's house. And um, Abelene goes to Elizabeth's house because she works for Elizabeth. Um, she goes there to do her job, to fucking work. And when she gets there, here's fucking Healy, you know, saying, hey, Abelene, where's the silver that I left over here? Abelene, like, I said this shit with you. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I said this shit with you. And she's like, nah, bro, you didn't. She's like, maybe it's in May Mobley's bed. You know what I'm saying? And then she's like, nah, bro. You know you got that shit. Abilene, like, bitch, I ain't got that shit. You know? So, <laughs> so, you know, and then Elizabeth being the fucking follower she is, is literally, she 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 knows Abilene didn't take it. But because Healy is just applying so much pressure to her life and also to this, this, uh, this scene, this whatever, whatever. Um, she's applying so much pressure that she doesn't even interfere with the shit. So Mae Mobley comes in, and she's like, my throat hurt, A.B., you know what I'm saying? Because this is normal for her. Absolutely. She, she's not even aware of the fucking traumatic shit that's happening right now. So, you know, um, Abilene gets in uh, Healy's face, and she just gives it to her. She's gives like, bitch, ain't her. you tired? <laughs> ain't you tired of acting like this? Ain't you tired of just being this fucking way, bitch? Go get sleep. <laughs> go get some fucking sleep, Go find sleep, a hobby, bro. motherfucker. I mean, go drink do some milk and go fucking relax. Go do something. So she gives it to her, man. She starts crying. You know Vi- Viola Davis, hey, man. you know how she coming. When the fucking tears get to rolling, when the tears get to rolling, it's, it's nothing. It's nothing to be said. You just listening. So, you know, her tears get to rolling. I'm just tuned the fuck in. I'm... I cried. I cried the first time I seen it, and maybe the second time. I didn't cry mm-hmm. this time because, you know what I'm saying, had some people, uh, you know, I didn't want to cry. <laughs> like, she didn't want to cry. Anyways, yeah. So she's giving it to her. She got to leave. You know what I'm saying? They're like, get out. She's leaving. Oh, uh, yeah. So she's leaving, and there's this one scene where when Abilene gets outside, she pauses, and she puts her hand on her knees, and she starts to fucking breathe. And, you know, in, in the... What is it called? I forgot when they're talking over the scene. A uh, voiceover? Yeah, on the voiceover, she's like, she f- never felt more free. So she's just letting go of all that shit. But it's so tough because that is all she knows. And when Mae Mobley is at that fucking window screaming her name, don't leave me, A.B., you know what I'm saying? It's just it's just a bunch of shit that's taken out all at once. Definitely. Yeah. yeah, that was definitely a powerful scene. I mean, definitely moved me. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't cry, but... I've, I felt it coming. I mean, you can't help it when you're watching Viola Davis doing God's work. I mean, <laughs> she's just going crazy. I mean, just eating up the whole thing, taking over every scene she's in. Yeah. But um, but um, so what is who is your favorite character in the movie? It's not clear. It is Abilene. <laughs> Big uh, Abilene supporter. Definitely, 
Okay, okay. Um, ah, uh, I don't know who mine would be. Can I, I have a? Can I have a hero and a villain? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> Black and white. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, not necessarily. My, yeah, That's not true. My hero is Abilene, obviously. Mm-hmm. But um, my villain would obviously have to be Healy. Okay, okay. Because she is a fucking Karen. Man. <laughs> She's a fucking Karen. I mean, the way she reacted to when uh, Octavia Spencer used the bathroom, I mean, I was... Marking the fucking toilet paper, going out of her way to go to someone else has, else's house and be like, can y'all build an outside bathroom? Because I can't use the bathroom here. I'm like, bitch, go home. Go home. But yeah, that's my villain. Fuck Healy. Of course. I mean... I hope she's changed her ways. Currently today. I, I hope so because I don't. I won't want her to get another shit pie. Because I mean, obviously, I think it would become a thing after that. I think that would just be the go-to. I mean, all the helps are going to be tapped in. Yeah. They're yeah. going to know. Healy, the only the only comeback she can have from this is to start a pie business. <laughs> she got to embrace it. I mean, she has <laughs> to embrace <laughs> it. She might have to have a pie name shit pie like a chocolate fudge exactly look exactly the same but obviously not shit in it <laughs> but um that's definitely the only way she could come back but um i think my favorite character um i was a big fan of octavia spencer mm-hmm. i was a big fan of jessica chastain mm-hmm. i don't know which one i like more but I think Jessica Chastain was very impressive because she was playing this kind of girl next door type. Yeah. She was and heartwarming. She, exa- and she had all the qualities of a girl next door, but she kind of right. just felt it through the performance that yeah. she was she was a lot more knowledgeable than yeah. that. And that was kind of like a facade. Yeah, like almost. the bimbo blonde. Fucking yeah. da, 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 da. But yeah. then you see her heart and you're like, bro. Like but this she's girl. sweet. I mean, exactly. she's sweet. And I mean... See, yeah, I was a big fan of her, especially her and uh, Octavia Spencer's relationship. Mm. I mean, I think that was a highlight yeah. of the movie for me. Yeah, it was very mother daughter esque. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. I mean, teaching her how to cook fried chicken, <laughs> then she cooks it. And I was like, okay, she kind of burnt it, but that's okay. You know, that was like her first time. But that that whole meal that she prepared was a. Uh, well, something else. I mean, What's she had a lot of um, she had a lot of dishes on there. Green beans. She had everything you could. Beans, black she had everything beans, you could want. I mean, that was a buffet. Chicken, cornbread, pie. You name it. <laughs> hey, man. You name hey, it. Hey, I don't even think she needs a help at this point. Well, slow your roll. <laughs> slow the fuck down, because that chicken still has some burn on it. Yeah, of course, of course. So she still got a lot of learning. Well, you know, she's a little rough around the edges, but I mean. That was a. That, I'd say that was the first time. I mean, I don't know, yeah. but I think cooking a meal and of I, that size. Yeah, I mean to say that she might even she might not even need the help. Honestly, I don't believe none of them need the help. Oh, they're just fucking absolutely lazy cooks. But anyways, aside from that, fucking when the husband says you can work here for the rest of your life if you want to, mm-hmm. they may not even need the help, but they fuck with Minnie so exactly. much. Exactly. It's like Minnie, you got a job. You know what I'm saying? You here. You here. Part of the family. Move in. Um. You're part of the family. <laughs> Move in. <laughs> they got room. They that definitely was a big got room. Ass house. They got a fucking guest house. You know Pool house. She left Leroy. Fuck that nigga Leroy beating on her. Man. Man, I know that part Um, when she was on the phone with uh, Abilene. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what they were talking about. but um, They were talking she, about the shit pie. Was it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because she was like, I did something crazy. Yeah. 
And then she, you know, she peeked around the corner and she was like, Leroy. But like just the way she delivered that line, I mean, mm-hmm. just the way she looked like around she the knew, corner. I, I felt like, that nigga coming. Man, I felt that. <laughs> I, I thought he was in the house. I thought I he was in Leroy our house. Coming. You ever got that when you were a kid and your dad is about to come? You done did some shit. You done did the shit. You know what I'm saying? You know your mom don't play, but you know your dad don't play. <laughs> Absolutely. So when your, your mom like, I'm just going to let your dad handle it. And then your dad get off. You hear the keys get set down. Oh, man. Uh, Door closed, shoes getting took off. You just in there. My nigga ain't in no rush. He ain't in no rush to get to your ass. You know he coming. You You can't go nowhere. You feel it. That's when you. That's when you pack the bag up with the toys. I mean, you just go hide, money. You run away. That's every kid. I'm about to go. I'm about to just dip. You got. You go get in the car. You go hide in the backseat of the vehicle. Fuck with y'all. I can't do it. Yeah. I can't take dad and what the fuck he about to do because yeah. I don't want no part of it. He don't it. understand. He don't understand what happened. He don't give a fuck. He just heard from. <laughs> he just heard from the higher ups, man. He don't give a fuck what I got to say. <laughs> I gotta go. He gonna listen to me one bit, man. But yeah. that's very unfortunate um, for the dads out there. You know, listen to your kids. You know, Definitely. it's not. It's not always their fault. Exactly. But um, so that bitch could be lying. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Maybe not every time, but you know, I'm sometimes. Just playing, bro. You know, moms <laughs> like to take shit up a notch, bro. You fucking do something. You like you talking back. Yep. Anyways, we're not gonna get into all that shit. But moms, bro, calm the fuck down. Calm it down. Take a chill. Take a Xanax. I mean, you know, do what you got to do. Drink the wine. I mean, you know, just relax. It's gonna be cool. It's gonna be cool. But shut up. Nah, fuck Leroy. Yeah, we don't need that stigma. I, I I'm tired of that stigma. See that nigga. We t- didn't, we didn't see that nigga one movie. Uh, one time in the movie. Yeah, but we all know of a Leroy. Definitely. And I'm tired of them niggas in the neighborhood. We got a Leroy next door. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, when you got a name like Leroy, and this is not a jab to all the Leroys of the world. <laughs> Let me hear this but shit. Let me hear it. What? When you got a name like Leroy. Yeah. Man. Man, what? You in for it? Whatever yeah, that means. <laughs> Hey man, black men of the household, stop being y'all wives, man. Stop being that y'all wives, bro. That shit is corny wife, and lame. Ain't no reason for all the that. Fuck, how you gonna hit your queen, Goofy? Stupid. What are you doing? Uh, can you imagine just hitting the? Oh, whoa! I can't even imagine pushing the fuck out of. I, nah, I'm lying. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm in a dispute, bro, and say if I'm in a relationship, I get into a dispute, and let's say. I may push, you know what I'm saying? If it's fucking warranted. I'm not Definitely. gonna I'm not just gonna come out of nowhere and push something. Come on, it's fucking dumb. But uh but just a cocking one back. <laughs> Goddamn Mike Tyson on their ass. Cocking one back. That's sinister. Hey, that's that's some fucking villain antagonist bro. shit. For Stop, sure. Cut that out, bro. Because I can't even imagine uh <laughs> like the person I'm in a relationship with hitting me. Mm-hmm. So Oh yeah, I mean both wait. Man, I always said this. This is a fact, and I stand on this shit. If I'm ever in a relationship and a bitch put her hands on me, it's done. It's done. nothing to talk about. You it's will done. not even get an explanation from me. Absolutely, you gonna beat my ass packing your shit? Cause <laughs> I, I promise you, I'm not talking. I'm just gonna, I ain't got nothing to say. I'm doing everything but talk. I ain't got nothing yeah. to say. You just put your hands on Straight me. Straight like that. Just cause I, I don't. Nah, bro. And you know, obviously, you know, if we playing around, mm-hmm. but I mean, if we in an argument and you slap me. Mm-hmm. It's only because I can imagine being so hateful towards someone I love. Exactly. When I put my hands on you, I'm fucking livid. I'm livid. I'm someone else. I'm someone else. It is so rare that I am livid. Like, that is not a natural state for me to be in. So when mm-hmm. I'm there, I am pissed the fuck off. And somebody Definitely. could t- potentially die. So for you to put your hands on me, bro, 
I just automatically believe you hate me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know nothing else. I, cannot, I don't know nothing else. I cannot else. sit and, and I cannot fathom love in my head anymore. You hate me, bitch. But yeah, anyway. And that's it. <laughs> but uh, big sidebar right there. But uh, so um, scale of one to... Oh, fuck. She's asking for the vape. Yeah. But uh, scale of one to five, what do you give the movie? A 4.5. Okay, okay. Um, I think I give it a four. Mm-hmm. I give it a four. Like I said, I think it's very rewatchable. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fantastic <coughs> performances. But I don't know. Just something about it doesn't give me that five. You know, but why? Where's that five? Well, let me read. Because le- we're going off letterbox shit right now because mm-hmm. we're very involved in letterbox. Can I just say why I give it a 4.5? Let me just give you a list. Okay. I give it a 4.5. The acting was uh, just superb. Um, the storytelling was great. Um, the build up was amazing. You know what I'm saying? Um, and it didn't miss emotionally to me. I love a film who can grasp me in a, a very human way. Absolutely. Like when you make me feel I'm at home and I feel like I'm there, like, well, fucking well done. Well done. Absolutely. And I mean to have me that way for an entire two hours. It's just, man, that's top tier. I completely agree. But I feel like, you know, movies that I give fives, it has all those things, but there's something very unspoken about it that it makes me feel like there's like a top tier Mm -hmm. feeling I get that just pushes me over the edge. But is it not top tier for the genre that it's in and the type of film that it is? And what genre would we say it's in? I I mean, obviously, it's a drama. um, But I feel like these type of films... It's not your. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. There's all there's categories within the each category. Absolutely. Um, but for the category of black film, okay, I, it's definitely top tier yeah. in a uh, black filmmaking for sure. Um, and black I was I was gonna say if there was a four and a quarter, I give it a four and a quarter, mm-hmm. more so than a four out of five. Because, like I said, I mean, it's exceptional. It's fully functional. I mean, I felt it. I felt everything. Mm-hmm. I was resonated. Um, everything about it. I mean, it had the emotional punches that I needed. Mm-hmm. And it made me just see things in a different way. And just seeing the the way black people uh, interacted with one another was something like we talked about yesterday. I mean, you see that at the cookout. My grandma ate like that. The, the church outfit, my grandma mm-hmm. still wears that. Still wears that when she goes to church. So that's something yeah. I really appreciate it. Definitely. <coughs> Definitely felt like they were my family members. And uh, <coughs> I was, um, like I said yesterday, just the languages they spoke and the manner they spoke. It was just, it was superb, man. You can obviously tell that Octavian, Octavia and uh, Viola were just being natural black women. Absolutely. Um. Yeah, man. And I feel like, you know, that's what we need. Like, um, did we talk about it on last podcast? I don't know. But, I mean, yeah, like, you know, what we talked about yesterday, I mean, we need those black role models. We need those mm-hmm. black heroes. Mm-hmm. And we need us black people portrayed in a good way, like in a positive way. Mm-hmm. And obviously everything about the movie isn't positive, but mm-hmm. you can tell that there is these are emotional people. These mm-hmm. are human beings that feel just like everybody else. Exactly. And aren't fucking drug dealers and mm-hmm. all this. These are people who've been fighting to keep a stigma or these are people who've created a Oh no 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 say that <laughs> 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 This is people who 
like I said, are just fighting to get out of a stigma, and they are trying to show the better half of them their entire lives. You know what I'm saying? From even when you in the scene, I mean in the movie where they go to church, he says, um, "You do not stoop down to the enemy's level." You know what I'm saying? Even with weapons, you know what I'm saying? So it's just you don't use weapons against the enemy. And to me, right now, in my mindset, in my 2020 mindset, that's fucking asinine. Like, that's crazy. What do you mean I don't fucking use weapons against the enemy? But back then, these people were really, the fucking march, you know what I'm saying, just being silent and just um, just holding hands and trying not to be violent and trying to just fucking show, just showing, just look yeah. at me. I'm fucking regular, fucking normal. <laughs> I'm here, bro. I'm trying to I'm fucking here. Harness, and it's just like, ah, bitch, ah. I'm not trying to coexist so with you, bro. I'm trying to, I'm trying to live. I'm trying to live. I'm trying to Fuck be coexisting. me. Coexisting, I'm exactly. here. I'm here. <laughs> the fuck are you talking about? This ain't yours. This is not yours. It's undeniable. It's undeniable. Yeah. See, in my head, I'm just, like I said, I love black rage. I'm all for it. Absolutely. If he, I, it sounds crazy. But if it was like a, it was a race war popped off, so be it. So be it. So fucking be it. And I, I remember my mom like when all of this shit was pop, like was happening today. You know what I'm saying? Rioting was happening. Rioting was happening downtown. My mom was like, um, just why would they destroy the city? Blah 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 blah. We gotta go to work. Blah da 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 da. I'm just like, shut up. Shut up. Nobody <laughs> <laughs> give a fuck about your job. <laughs> <laughs> Getting that unemployment, bro. Oh, There's some real shit going on. What you talking about? Like, I was just like, huh? You gonna be all right. Right. I'm like, man, look, them folks gonna express themselves however the fuck they feel fit. It is no more sitting sitting at fucking tables holding hands. Like I said yesterday, these kids in this generation grew up with black heroes. This is what the fuck they know. Every black person that they see... It, it's no more convincing that all black people are fucking thugs. If they in the hood, they drug dealers, they fucking bad people. Listen, y'all can try to push that narrative. It ain't, it's, it's different now. We grew up in schools where it was hella black and it was hella white. It was hella Mexican. We've, we, we've been there. You know what I'm saying? We've Absolutely. seen it all. In my schools, I promise you, it was always more black people. And I grew up in like, like in Starbridge. Starbridge is a nice fucking area. It's not fucking hood. It's not crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, crime maybe now is picking up. <laughs> it's picking up, but that's because of the kids, man. They got shit to do with nobody else. But anyways, like. They trying to be heard out here, bro. It was a predominantly black area. And then you had the white kids. And then you had the Mexican kids. And the shit flowed. It flowed so naturally. Like, everybody cool with everybody. Everybody doing their fucking thing. You got the, even the weird, the weird kids. And I say that loosely. Obviously, Absolutely. they're not really weird, but they're just. They're different. We're all different, so we're all fucking weird. But the weird kids, they're not even we. Nobody gives a fuck that they're weird. They're doing their things, playing fucking Yu-Gi-Oh in the hallway, <laughs> fucking hoodies on, fucking you know those kids with the fucking gloves with the fucking fingers cut out. <laughs> 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 you got those fucking kids just enjoying themselves, and ain't nobody on their ass, man. Enjoy yourself, take care. Ain't nobody bullying. I've never wit- witnessed none of that, and not to say that it doesn't happen. I'm just saying when you have an area that's flourishing with people who don't give a fuck about race or where you come from, that's exactly what type of environment you're in, where you can actually be yourself. And Starbridge fucking molded me. Absolutely, it molded me. I co-sign because it's, I can't even explain the atmosphere. The atmosphere is just so fucking free. You are free. Man, but uh, a lot of people don't get that. Um, I went to a predominantly black school where it was uh, probably 3% white. Mm-hmm. And all the other was black. 
and in that school, it was it was kind of fucked up, man. Towers High School, Decatur, mm. Georgia. Please get y'all shit together for the sake of the kids, man. <laughs> Please sake get y'all of the shit youth, man. man. The future, because that shit was just the wildest shit I've ever ever experienced. Um, it was just nuts, man. Just the the language of the school, the motherfucking <laughs> views of the people, man. Just man, we had a. It was so nuts, and I'm not saying it's the kids' fault, but it's so nuts over there. We literally used to have assemblies every month for kids that we go missing. Man. To the point where they were trying to train us to uh, try to behave in certain settings, like what to look for. We were talking to fucking surviving people who escaped from their pimp and all of this other shit, showing us signs. Don't talk to these people. Don't talk to nobody. It's just so – I've never been in an environment when I just had to be so cautious of so many things. But, um, yeah, man, let's fix these fucking environments. Get that school right, bro, because that's just no you. way to fucking live. And for the people who live in towns where there's fucking racism going on in school, get y'all shit together, bro. It's 2020. Ain't nobody living like that. Ain't nobody living like that, Ain't bro. Nobody if you're still like that, going bro. on with that ideology. That shit is fucking corny. Get it out. I mean, if your friend's supporting you, then they lame as fuck, too. That just shows you how unprogressive areas when you're in a city it's so fast-paced moving like people don't give a fuck about gay people you got gay exactly. people walking all around the school male and female teachers nobody giving a fuck <laughs> i remember in middle school <laughs> this shit funny i remember in middle school just holding hands with girls just just doing the most getting kisses on the cheeks in class like and teachers just not giving maybe they should have gave a fuck <laughs> But the motherfuckers did not give a fuck, bro. We had a whole field trip. I, I'm holding this girl hand the whole entire time. Like, what you mean? You think we friends? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they just don't, they didn't give a fuck, bro. And I loved it. I loved every moment of it. Definitely, definitely. But uh, equality, <laughs> 2020, man. Yeah, man. You ain't with the wave, then I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do with you. You get might be of, a lost cause. Get rid of yourself. Your ass <laughs> might drown in that bitch. I don't know. You better get on the boat. You better but get yeah, on the man. boat, goddamn. But yeah, but big sidebar. Um, but the help, man, the help, fantastic, <laughs> uh, yeah, fantastic see, this movie. What the help fucking just pulls out of me, you know? I'm telling you, man. It, I mean, it's a powerful yeah, movie. It's a powerful yeah. this movie. This ain't a sidebar, nigga. We still in the help. <laughs> this is everything to do with the help. Yeah. But a powerful movie. Um, then and you know everybody should watch it. Um, yeah. It's on Netflix. That's what we watched it. But uh, this is the concludes the first episode of Film Fridays and um, new episodes every Monday and Friday. Technically, yeah, well, we're trying <laughs> to get there. We're be, we've been struggling lately yeah. due to technical difficulties. If we had to do this a motherfucking third time, it's not happening. You, we, <laughs> y'all, we hearing about another film? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh-uh. uh, that 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 would definitely be a sign. Uh, third time's a charm. But uh, main episodes on Mondays and film Fridays on Fridays. But until next time, it is Isaiah Davis. Brianna Dimmons. And we are out. Class is over. You cannot turn in your fucking papers because you're late. Exactly. So wait till the next time.